are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Abraham became fully persuaded, saying what God said about him. Now, don't you imagine that there was times that Abraham wanted to say, God, it's not working. How in the world can this happen? But no, he just kept saying what God said. Now, notice what happened here. For 24 years, it has not come to pass. Then Abraham starts saying what God has said about him. And it looks like it's all a lie. It looks like his name is a lie. It looks like it would never happen. Medical science would say it would never happen. But he just continues to do what God said to do. And you know what happened? In less than a year, the promised child was born. Why? Because he did what God said to do. Now let's look at this. We're talking about being fully persuaded. And I said that there is a law involved here. Back up to the third chapter of Romans. And let's read something here. Let's start with verse... Well, I think we'll start with verse 10 because there's something here I want to point out to you in some of these verses here. Romans 3, verse 10. As it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. There is none that understandeth. There is none that seeketh after God. They are all gone out of the way. They are altogether become unprofitable. There is none that doeth good. No, not one. Now, see, if you're not careful, you'll miss what he said here. See, there's people that'll read that and say, well, now the Bible said there's none righteous. No, not one. So then you couldn't be the righteousness of God. <laughs> I heard of some full gospel church that wouldn't let him play a certain fellow's tape in his church because he's saying, I am the righteousness of God in Christ. Because he said, well, there's none righteous. No, not one. Well, now, you know, it does say that, doesn't it? I mean, I read it right there. But now, you know, you could be like the Cajun was. There was a Cajun down South Louisiana. I think about this every once in a while when I read some of these things and the way people go at them. He went down to buy him some cowboy boots. He wanted some alligator boots. They told him those alligator boots was $900. He said, $900? He said, forget it. I'll go get my own boots. He lived down there in that swamp. So he goes down and gets his friend named LeBlanc. <laughs> they go down there and bail off in that bayou. And they wrestle alligators for a half a day. They finally tie three of them up. They got them out on the bank. He said, I'll tell you what. He said, I'm going to catch you one more alligator. Said, if he don't have no boots on, we're going to forget it. <laughs> now, that's the way some people understand the word of God. They heard exactly what was said and they missed the whole point altogether. <laughs> now certainly this is what Paul said, as it is written. Then he tells you what's been written. But did you know where it was written? It was in the old covenant that he said that. Before men were born again. 
Now come right down to verse 19 and it'll point something out to you. Now we know that what things soever the law saith, it saith to them that are under the law. Now there's the key to understanding what he's saying. This thing that was written was written to those under the law. That every mouth may be stopped and all the world may become guilty before God. Therefore, by the deeds of the law, there shall no flesh be justified in his sight. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifest, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe. For there is no difference. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Now there's people that'll read verse 23 and they'll center up on that and say, well, you know, the Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Yes, it does say that. But did you know what he was doing here? He's teaching righteousness when he said that. He just simply tells you that we're all in the same boat. That just because you was raised in a Christian home doesn't make you a Christian. We all have the same background. Sinner. <laughs> we were all sinners. Incidentally, I was looking up in the dictionary. I believe it was last night. And I noticed that the word Christian in the dictionary, it said one of the meanings that it had was a child that was born to Christian parents. Can you believe that? Nothing could be further from the truth. You're not born into this world the righteousness of God. You become the righteousness of God when you're born again. You become a Christian when you're born again. No wonder there's so many people confused. I think the dictionary needs to learn a few things about spiritual things. <laughs> well, that's beside the point. But let's follow this. Notice. Being justified freely by grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Now, here's what he's centering up on. That you've been justified. Whom God has set forth to be the propitiation through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God. To declare, I say at this time, his righteousness, that he might be just and the justifier of him that believeth in Jesus. Where is boasting then? It is excluded by what law of works? Nay, but by the law of faith. Now Paul says there's a law of faith. And this law of faith excludes you from being able to boast about your righteousness because it is the righteousness that comes by faith. It's not something that you did. It's something you received. Now you need to know this because it's important. But Paul says that it is excluded by the law of faith, not the law of works, then come on down to verse 30. Seeing it is one God which shall justify the circumcision by faith, the uncircumcision through faith. Do we then make void the law through faith? God forbid, yea, we establish, or yes, we establish the law. Now listen to what Paul said. We establish a law. What law is he talking about? We establish the law of the new covenant. 
faith is the law of the new covenant. So when Abraham became fully persuaded, he was operating under the law of faith. Now, he didn't know that, but he was operating under the law of faith. There are certain laws that God has established. They're fixed laws. Have you noticed that the law of gravity works? I mean, you turn that Bible loose and it'll fall every time. It'll never fall up. It'll never fall crossways. It will fall down every time you drop it. Now, you may not be too impressed with that. (laughs) But you see, it's a law. It's a fixed law of God. It works that way. The reason it works that way, it'll work that way when the sun's shining, it'll work that way when it's dark, it'll work that way when it's raining, it'll work when it's hot, it'll work when it's cold. It's a law. Now there's a law of faith. That faith law works. You know why it works? Because God designed it to work. Now there's certain things involved in that. There's more than just a law. There's principles of the law. But as you follow the direction of the scriptures, as the Holy Spirit reveals these things, then if we operate in these principles, in the law of faith, then you're going to get results. Now, see, we see in the scripture where the apostle Peter, Jesus said to him, he said, I've prayed for you that your faith fail not. So evidently your faith could fail. He said, I prayed for you that your faith won't fail. But he said, when you're converted, see, he was not a born again man. But you see, you could not operate in the principle of the law of faith and you could have a faith failure. So let's look at some of the principles of the law of faith that causes it to be established and causes it to bring forth the results. If the results is forthcoming, then we have to operate in the principles of the law of faith. Now follow me over here to the, no, let's stay right there in the fourth chapter. In the fourth chapter of Romans, let's back up to verse 13. For the promise that he should be heir of the world was not to Abraham or his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. Now notice something. It's through the righteousness of faith, not through the law, won't work through the law, but it's through the righteousness of faith. Now, what is the promise that he should be heir of the world? Do you understand what he's saying here? That Abraham and his seed would be heir of the world. It would not come through the old law, but it'll come through the righteousness of faith. It wouldn't come because of what you did, the good works you did, but it'll come through the righteousness, which is of faith. It won't come through works. It comes through the righteousness which is of faith. In other words, you can't boast about it because it's righteousness which is of faith and you didn't do anything but receive the righteousness. Can you see that? God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. Now, all of this week we have CD offer number 7607 entitled Keys to Understanding the Bible. And it's a series of six CDs for $43 plus $7 postage and handling, total of $50. Now, when we talk about keys to understanding the Bible, we're talking about things that will help open up the Bible to you. 
Once you understand, Genesis the first chapter, that God created mankind to have dominion over this planet. We're not just here, you know, as poor worms in the dust, just hoping to God we can just barely make it in and maybe he'll build us a cabin in the corner of glory land. <laughs> no, thank God we're here to have dominion. God has given us dominion over this planet. We are to subdue it and have dominion over it. Now, someone says, well, you know, if God is a good God, why does he allow people killing millions of babies, unborn children every year? Because man allowed it. As long as man allows it, God will have to allow it because the determined time of 6,000 years lease on this planet has not yet expired. Now, you know, some folks say, well, it's been 6,000 years, but we're talking about determined time. Determined time is like a football game. It's one hour determined time. However, you have never seen a football game played in one hour. There's timeouts, there's time delays, and so on. Same thing is under God's plan for the earth. In the first chapter of Genesis, it says, After six days it was all finished. In other words, God had finished his work in six days. Now, there's a scripture that tells us that a day is with the Lord is a thousand years, and a thousand years is a day. This is one of the places that it represents a thousand years. The six days of the Genesis account represent 6,000 years of human history. That's 7607, and it's a series of six CDs for $43 plus $7 postage and handling, a total of $50. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescapps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.